0: Hello and welcome to Very Excellent Habits, the podcast that helps you create little habits for a big life. I'm Carly Jacobs, writer and mostly sensible habit maker this week's episode randomly comes from an episode of New Amsterdam. So season 18 of Grey's Anatomy is coming out way too slowly for my liking. And for some reason we subscribed to Disney, but the last two episodes haven't uploaded yet and I can't figure out why. But anyway, I needed a new medical drama and honestly, it's not bad. I'm pretty sure a listener recommended that I watch it. So whoever you were, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So there's a psychologist character who asked one of his patients, is that a feeling or is it a fact? And this character was mid-spiral and it reminded me that I researched this whole thing ages ago and never actually did an episode on it. And I thought that it's the perfect time of year to explore the concept of facts versus feelings and turn it into a little bit of a holiday survival guide. So this is the last episode of the year and I thought it was a great concept to end on so everyone can have a safe, happy and hopefully not too stressful holiday and Christmas period. So, you know, I love my research. It has been impossible to find out who originally coined the term feelings aren't facts. And it's been bandied about for decades with a variety of different meanings. And it gets used a lot in political debates. But honestly, that's not what it's most useful for. So feelings are really important. And so are emotions. They give us information. They make us do things. They make us take action. They help us make decisions. But no matter how big and important they are, feelings are not Facts. As someone who suffers from high functioning anxiety, I worry a lot. I'm always pre-worrying. I'm worrying about things that may never happen. I worry about things that have already happened. And look, some of it's really normal. So you know, what if there aren't any car parks at the shops? Where will I park so it's safe to walk over the road with a toddler? Some of my worrying is a little far fetched. What if we fell for some scam and someone stole all our money and then we had to declare bankruptcy and then no one would work with us then what would we do and some of it is so bananas it's like dude do you need some therapy like what if we both randomly die in our sleep how would our kid get help what would she do what if I went to pick her up from school and they were like who are you you don't have a kid enrolled here and I ended up in a psych ward because there's this big giant conspiracy to kidnap my daughter but make it seem like I never even had her in the first place as you can tell, I am a grade A warrior, so I find myself asking, is this a fact or a feeling to be enormously helpful? So emotions are important. They're extremely important, but they don't define or change you. They are there to signal discomfort or to signal safety. So happiness and love make you feel safe. Anger and sadness make you feel uncomfortable. And just because you're angry doesn't mean you're right. And just because you're scared doesn't mean you're in danger. Just ask yourself, is this a fact or a feeling? So here are some scenarios that might happen to you. For example, your boss sends you a curt email and immediately you think you're fired. Ask yourself, is this a fact or a feeling? Here's a little story about how uh, I had this exact scenario. I once wasted a whole day freaking out that I was fired because I saw one of my clients' Slack chats that they were finishing up with Carly today. And I thought that what I was seeing was a conversation about how to fire me. And they clearly didn't know that I was in on the chat and could see that they were talking about firing me. I wasted the whole day extremely upset and panic emailing other clients to get more work. Then that client emailed me and asked me to do another day per week. And I was really confused. So it turns out that Carly wasn't me. It was a client of hers. And she'd finished Carly's website and was wrapping up with Carly that day. So that was 100% feelings, 0% facts. And I wasted a whole day with a thumping heart and major anxiety over it cool move, right? So if you have a similar situation, make sure you have the facts or some of the facts before you spend the whole day wasting time over feelings that you have literally just made up in your head let's imagine that one of the parents at school drop-offs was a little less than friendly to you and you immediately think something is wrong ask yourself is this fact or fiction this has happened to me so many times and one of the best responses I have found is to text that parent and say hey you seemed a little flat today at school drop-off I hope everything is okay and nine times out of ten they will be so grateful you checked in and they'll usually be like oh yeah everything's fine sorry work is just really hectic and I'm a bit burnt out problem solved not a feeling just a fact how about you have ordered something online and it's really important that it arrives on time and you're convinced that it won't. And look, okay. History might dictate that there's a high probability that it might not arrive on time, particularly if you live in Australia, because our postal system is just so bananas and you just never know when anything is going to arrive, but you don't know that it's not going to arrive on time and there's no point in twisting yourself into not worrying about it. Is it a fact or a feeling? It's a feeling. The fact is the parcel might arrive on time. The feeling is that it might not. You absolutely should have a backup and a plan for the worst that will happen, which is that the package won't arrive on time, but you gain absolutely nothing by fretting about it. Let's say that you're worried about family catch-ups. So you're worried about there being too much food or not enough. You're worried about your family keeping the peace. You're worried about the kids eating too much sugar and climbing the walls. Ask yourself, is this fact or feelings? And yeah, look, you've probably experienced past Christmases where all of the above things have happened. But my guess is that if you're worrying about it, you've probably put some things in place to stop those things happening again. So maybe you've implemented a solid RSVP system. Maybe you've implemented a let it go policy so you won't be arguing with Uncle Phil about how Trump was the actual worst president ever. And instead you go, cool, yeah, Trump was rad. Can you pass the salt? You need to ask yourself, is this a fact or a feeling. Most of the time, it's a feeling. If it is a fact, you can actually do things to prevent that from popping up again this year. So we become obsessed with the past predicting the future or other people's realities predicting our futures, but we actually don't know anything about what's about to happen. So we might as well let go of it, right? I wanted to tie this episode to the holiday season because emotions are on steroids around the holidays. We are sadder, Angrier, happier, and calmer than we usually are. It's exhausting. A lot of us feel irritable, which then spreads and makes other people feel irritable. It's an absolute mess. So, here are a few things you can do to stay calm and centered around the holiday season. Practice your square breathing. When everything gets a bit too much, breathe in for four seconds, hold it for four seconds, breathe out for four seconds. and repeat that four times. It's just a quick centering exercise that will bring you back to a calm place. It's also super important to prioritize your sleep. It can be so tempting to stay up late. And as a party gal myself, I find it hard not to, but if I excuse myself early and go to bed and read my book, I am always thankful for it. This is particularly helpful if you're staying with other people and you need some quiet time. Do the same with eating well, limiting alcohol, and moving your body. You want to feel energized and healthy, so try not to let your good habits slip. I'm not a massive drinker, but I try to drink every second day over the holidays to give my body a bit of a break. So if I drink on Christmas day, I'll have boxing day off. And I mean, also, you don't have to. If you want to let loose and just go balls to the wall and have the holiday of your dreams, absolutely go for it. But it's also totally fine to monitor your behavior if you don't want to feel like a sack of garbage all holidays. It's your journey set aside your differences. I know it's hard, but you're not going to change anyone's political views on Christmas day. Although I fully support people choosing not to attend events where there will be unvaccinated people. That is a health and safety risk, and it's totally fine to have boundaries around that, but do try to tolerate your capitalist right-wing auntie for the day if she's vaccinated. It's also important to sit with your feelings and don't try to outrun them. It's okay to feel sad or angry around the holidays. It's actually more valid than ever, as you might feel underappreciated or overlooked at this time of year. Just remember, is this a fact or a feeling? You might be feeling underappreciated, but is that a fact? Which brings me to my next point communicate. If you are feeling like you're doing too much, communicate that. Women disproportionately get stuck with the heavy lifting. So communicate this. Women also disproportionately get stuck with the heavy lifting around the holidays. Rally the men to wash up and clear the table after lunch. If there's one thing you shouldn't let slide on Christmas day, it's allowing men to sit around drinking beer while the women organize dessert and clean up from lunch none of that. So this season, I invite you to be firm in your boundaries, but also calm and empathetic. Remind yourself of the difference between facts and feelings and have a wonderful holiday season. And that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening to Very Excellent Habits this year. It's been a treat to be in your ears. I'm Carly Jacobs. You can find me on Instagram at Very Excellent Habits, and you can also email me contact at carlyjacobs.com. You can also record a question for me to answer on the show at speakpipe.com forward slash Very Excellent habits. Also, don't forget to leave a review. One lovely person has left a review since last week. Thank you so much, Taryn H underscore 89. You absolutely made my week. If you want to be the bearer of this week's joy, you just need to go to the show page for Very Excellent Habits, not the episode page, and scroll to the bottom to leave a review. The show will return on Wednesday, the 2nd of February, 2022. I will see you then. Until next time, remember, little habits, big life.